for your presence, God, and receive your joy, God, and give you all the thanks and honor in Jesus' mighty name, I pray. Amen. Hallelujah, Jesus. You're worthy, Lord God. Just begin to thank him today. Come on. It's a new day. His mercy is coming upon you right now. Come on. He's making everything new. Come on, as you sing this song, believe it by faith. Jesus Christ died for me. I believe it. I'm free because of him. Amen? Come on. Greatest day in history. Greatest day in history. Set this begin, you have rescued me. Sing it out. Jesus is alive. Come on, you believe it. Empty cross. The empty cross, the empty grave. Let me turn to you have won the day. You shouted out, Jesus is alive. Yes, you are, Lord, and he's alive. Oh, happy day. Come on. And oh, happy day, happy day. Come on, jump. When you wash my sin away. And oh, happy day, happy day. I'll never be the same. Is that true for you today? And if it's not true, come on, it can start today, right now. Oh, happy day, happy day. If that's you right now, I want you to have me ask God, God, make this a happy day. I give you my life. I surrender to you. Forgive me of my sins. Make me new. Hallelujah. Oh, Jesus, we love you, God. Lift up your praise. Hallelujah, Lord. When I stand... When I stand in that place, free at last, meeting face to face, I am yours, Jesus, you are mine, yes, Lord, come on. That Jesus is alive. Yes, Lord, you're alive. He's alive. Oh, happy day. Come on. And oh, happy day, happy day. When you wash my sin away. Happy day, happy day. Hallelujah. Wash my sin away. Happy day, happy day. Lift up your praise. Come on. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. You're alive. We're going to sing, Oh, what a glorious day. And oh, what a glorious day. What a glorious day. your hands come on when you wash my sin away and oh happy day happy day i'll never be the same forever lord forever i am changed hallelujah god i lift up every heart to you in this place god whether or not we're distracted god or focused on you lord God, you said that if we would lift your name on high, God, that you would draw men to yourself. So, God, as we worship you, Lord, let people be drawn to you, Jesus. Thank you for your love, God. Thank you for your love that you died for our sins. So we can be free. So we can be free, Lord. Hallelujah. I face. 
together as a body over ourselves come on needed to be reminded today that the love of God never runs out on you, that the love of God does not abandon you, that the love of God will meet you where you are. And God 
thank you for your presence. And I thank you that you're that kind of God, Lord, that even in the midst of all our garbage, in the midst of all our troubles, in the midst of all our drama, God, that you decide to be that God in our lives. The God that loves us, that doesn't abandon us, that doesn't walk away on us. Lord, I thank you for your presence. I thank you for every person here, Lord. And I ask, God, that you would have your way in their life. God, I ask that you would bless tonight, that you would bless Elevate, that you would bless the breakout groups and everyone here. Lord, we thank you for your presence, and we thank you for this time of worship. In Jesus' mighty name. And everybody said? And everybody said? Amen and amen. Now, everybody, go ahead and break off into your groups. If you don't have a group, you can come to the front, and I'll hook you up with one. So if you don't have one, meet me right here. Awesome, everybody has a group. Have fun.
juggle well in West Africa, but how many of my friends is African, huh? No habla español, just show me tu baño. Ain't trying to get to know you, I'm too busy reading Daniel. Most segregated time of day is Sunday service. Now what you think that say about the guys you worship? First of all, I know it ain't a song that's gonna change the world, it's no way. It's not a guilt trip, it's a field trip, it's gonna last more than one day. What you thought, huh? Faith ain't bad, no soft stuff. I heard you just went overseas. Now come back home and bust up. Buy a bottle for a fee. Dirty water. Bodies floating in the sea. Dirty water. Blood flowing from the ground. Dirty water. They don't know about us. 
Three minutes remaining, guys. Three minutes. about two minutes, two minutes more. You guys can get started with your chants and uh, and your uh, whatever else you guys be doing, juking, twerking for your group, whatever you're doing. Uh, you guys can start there now. guys can do your chance you can just kick off the chance as the ambassadors did and the resistance is starting to do Juvenile and stuff, I see. Uh, Alright, so we have one minute. If we can start wrapping this up, we have one minute more. Slacking, man. All right, man, we can kick this off and we can get to our seats. Give yourselves a round of applause for the groups and elevate. Isis and them come up here and they're gonna juke this song and uh and work it out. But this is Elevate. We do this every Friday, 7 p.m. Every Friday, every Friday of the year, every month. And when I say Elevate, you guys say what? What was that? So hold on, let me do this again. 
When I say elevate, you guys say, all right, we're going to try this again, man. We got still some people sporadically doing it, man. Elevate. 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 Right, that's a little bit better, man. It's Friday, man. People seem like they're asleep. I'm, I'm assuming it's because a lot of people don't sign up for sports and everything else, but we're going to get that uh, that spirit back in us, right, and rekindle the flame in us. We are here in Elevate, man. We have prizes that we like to give out for visitors that come in. Uh, the first prize, the bronze prize, one visitor, one night. Get candy for both, the one that brings the visitor as well as the visitor. Then we have a silver, five visitors in one night. You get a $50 gift card, right? How many people like money? Awesome, man. Then we have the gold, 10 visitors a month. You get yourself a pizza party. Who is close to that 10 visitors a month? I thought we had one. Brian, man. Give it up for Brian, y'all. Brian has been on it, man, with the visitors, man. And the last one is a platinum, most visitors, guy or girl, free scholarship to the next event, which is IHOP, which costs $200 per person. So if I was you, I would start working on that to get in for free. How many like free? Yes, free is always good, man. Here in Metro Praise International Elevate, we have a vision is to love God and to love people. And that is what we are about, man. If you're having trouble loving people, ask yourself if you're loving God. Because if you're loving God, you will then begin to start loving people, right? That's how that works out, man. So if you're having problems loving people, ask yourself, where is your love for God? And we can go on from there. And our vision here at Elevate is connect, mentor, send. We want to connect you to the cross of Jesus Christ. From there, we want to mentor you in the 101. That's one on one to tell you about, you know, your new relationship with Jesus Christ. How many people in the 101? Can I get a what, what? That was so weak, dude. How many? Can I get a what, what for the 101ers? Who's excited about 101? Oh, look at so, so back there. On the fourth row, man. After we one-on-one you like we're doing with uh, with so-so, we then after that send you out so you can go on ahead and start bringing disciples in and do the same thing to them what somebody is doing to you. Amen? That's what I'm talking about, man. Now, we got this thing coming up this week. It's uh, it's never, uh, never stop praying. See you at the poll. We've been talking about this in our live groups. We've been talking about this in the Bible studies um, on Tuesdays and Thursdays. And it's basically, man, somebody just taking a stand for Jesus Christ in their school, which is one of you guys, right, in school, to take a stand and say, man, I want to pray for my school. And you go to the little flagpole, right? Every school has a flagpole. Go by the flagpole, make an announcement, ask God for some boldness, and start praying for your school at the flagpole, man. How many people, how many people bow to you about that? One person. You, okay, we got one. We got two, right? How many people are actually doing that, though? This week, see you at the post. We have one person, two people, three people, four. Okay, that's what I'm talking about, man. I would say take pictures, you know what I mean, post it on, uh, on Elevate page. We want to see what you guys are doing for Jesus. Moving on, Infusion Night is coming up. That's the Unveiled Faces, man. Anybody that likes worship, I know in our, in our live group we talked about worship and getting uh, connected to Jesus Christ, right? This is the time to do that, man. If you want to get connected to Jesus Christ, you want to know who God is, how God is, what's going on with the Lord, I dare you to worship God. And this is the day to do it, man. Infusion night, September 26th, same place, same time on Friday, man. And we're going to worship Jesus, right, until we blow up, man. I mean, we worshiping Jesus to the next level, amen. If we could all stand for tithes and offerings, a tithe is 10% of your income. Offering is whatever you offer to God after your tithe. I want to see if we have any Do we have any numbers up here for our mathematicians? Oh my goodness. I can't even read this, man. I can't, I can't even read this. Who wants to read this thing, man? No, man. 30 minus 12 divided by 3 times 2. What is that? Hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me get him on the mic, man. Hold on. Two dollars and twenty cents. Drum roll, drum roll. How's the drum roll, dude? Twenty. All right, there it is, man. Twenty-two dollars, man. Give it up for Joe B. Trying, bro. Oh, two dollars twenty cents. Did you say that? That's what I'm talking. That's ten percent, man. That's what I'm saying, man. My bad. Man. Give it up for Joe B, man. 
All right, now we can repeat this uh, this verse, man, Acts 20, 35. It says, remembering the words the Lord Jesus himself said, it is more blessed to give than to receive. Let's pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord, we thank you and praise you for your provision, Lord God. We thank you, Lord God, for making a way, Lord God, and we thank you, Lord God, that we always can trust you, Lord God, to come through, Lord God. Even when it seems like you're not, you always do, God. You're an on-time God. I pray, Lord God, that you will bless this, um, these tithes, these offerings, God. And I pray, Lord God, that those that are not able to give, Lord God, that you would bless them with jobs, their families with jobs, Lord God, that they will be able to honor you and give, Lord God, and be a blessing to somebody else. And we pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Come up and, uh, and give your offerings, tithes, blood, fingers, toes, whatever you can give. Elevate. You see, I caught you guys off guard. Elevate. Come on, guys. Let's get up here. Elevate. Awesome, guys. All right, we're going to have something very special tonight, something we haven't done in a long time, but we're going to do a skit. For those of you guys who don't know what a skit is, it's basically like a little live like drama and all that. It's not like super hardcore, like amazing like thing. You know, we don't have like rafters coming down and like special sound effects and like a choir in the background and all stuff. It's just us doing it. But even that, we, we have talents in this church and we want to, you know, express ourselves through the arts. So if you ever in your heart say, man, I want to do that. I want to be able to act along, you know, along Jerry and, and Stephanie and all that. Guess what? Just get to the 201, baby. So everybody say 201. Oh, yeah. That's what I'm talking about. All right, guys. Make it up for, uh, for Jerry and Stephanie. Awesome, awesome. 
All right, guys, we're going to now start the word, so let's bow our heads and close our eyes. Heavenly Father, we thank you for tonight. We thank you for your word, and we thank you for what you're doing in this place, God. I just pray that everybody here would grow to love people, love people the way that you love them, God, and that they would just, if they haven't been doing it, if they've been just angry and not seeing them as who they are, as people, as your your creation, God, I pray that they would repent, that they would have a forgiving heart in this place. In Jesus' name, amen. Everybody say amen. Awesome, guys. So we're continuing on our series called The Basics. We've already gone through praise and worship, the Bible, renewed minds, and today we're doing loving people. Everybody say loving people. All right, loving people. It's a very simple concept, right? But guess what? It's pretty hard to do when you don't love people. It's, you know, sometimes we think, oh, I love people, all right? Like, I love my mom. I love my sister. I love my brother or I love my friends. But do we really love all people? Can you say genuinely you love a complete stranger? Can you say that you love your enemies? Because all those people, all right, guess what? Are people. They're human beings, right? You don't, they're not like secret reptilian people and all that stuff, right? No, they're not. They're people. That's what they are. So if you have your Bibles, we can go to Matthew chapter 22, verse 37. And um, just before I even go to that scripture verse, I want to let you guys know, there's a lot of times where I would like to just give some context or give some ideas of what it means, what we're going to talk about before I even talk about the scripture. But today, I just want to give you guys very plain and simple what we believe in this church we have a vision in this church, and I guess what? Since you've been coming to Elevate, you have heard it every single time since you have come. And our vision is what? Anybody, anybody here know what our vision is? Loving God, loving people. Do we believe that in this place? Do I believe that? No, I don't really believe. No, I believe that in this place. I love God, and I love people. And that is the whole entire passion of our church. Our youth group here, Elevate, believes in that. That is what we see. That's what we're focused on, loving God and loving people. Now, you might be saying to yourself, where did you get that from? I mean, why is that so important? Why do you think that the church has to go through that way? Why does Elevate have to love God and people? Well, this scripture verse right here, it gives that entire answer for you right now. Matthew chapter uh, 22, verse 37 to 39, it says, Jesus replied, Love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind. This is the first and greatest commandment. Everybody say the first. And the second is like it. Love your neighbor as yourself. Look at your neighbor and say, won't you be my neighbor? Anybody know where that's from? You see, that's, I'll give you like, I'll give you kudos if you actually know where that's from. Mr. Rogers, yeah, Alex said it. What we're going to do right now is we're going we're gonna to get out of our comfort zone. Yes, we are. Oh, no. Yes, he is going to do it. So everybody, can we please stand up? Oh, no. It's like I came to a church or something like that. We're doing things that's so, like, cheesy and all that. All right. This is what we're going to do. I know that you probably sit at that spot that you sit at all the time. And you hang out with that person you hang out with all the time, okay? I know you do. I know you do. Trust me. I, I, I see you guys. I know you guys have a little sign seating and all stuff. Like, Joby is always at that same spot. Jennifer's always at that same spot and all that. This is what we're going to do today, okay? We are going to now do, like, a musical chair type of stuff. We're going to just switch our seats and sit next to people that we do not normally sit next to. If, I were, and if you have somebody that you dislike at Elevate, I say sit next to them. I, I'm that bold. I'll tell you, go next to your enemy. Look at them, give them a mean mug, and say, I'm here because, you know, Pastor Ellie told me to be here and all that. So we're going to do an account of three, guys. Don't be shy. Don't be scared. Some of you guys are like, no, this is out of my comfort zone. No, no. All right, guys. On the count of three. One, two, three. Courage. We're doing it. <laughs> we can do it. If you decided to sit in the same spot, I want some of the leaders to actually just sit in between you guys or something like that because I want you guys to just move around and all that. And you can't just sit next to the same person that you were sitting next to a few seconds ago, okay? You have to go sit next to somebody new. No, go sit over there, bro. <laughs> You'll be so distracting. <laughs> Look at this. This is so weird, man. Like, I'm not... Where, where's your other, oh, there you are. <laughs> Thank you, Jen, for coming up one row, okay? Thank you so much. All righty, guys. 
If you're sitting next to somebody that you have never sat next to, please raise your hand. That's pretty cool, you see? That's pretty cool. Now you guys do, now you sit next to that guy, I mean, we're not sitting next to him, but you, you know him. Yes, you do know him. I know you know him. Okay, okay, either way, we're moving on now. Everybody say moving on. All right, guys, so this is real simple. This is the basic, okay? If Jesus said these are two greatest commandments, man, we should live by these. We should do whatever it takes. And, you know, the first one, we 100% believe that. Man, we have to love God with everything of who we are. Because if we try to give a halfway in and halfway out thing, God is not going to see that as a, as a good thing. God's going to look at us and say, man, you are halfway in the world and halfway out. You're saying, I want a little bit, but I don't. Like, you're kind of like you're with two girls in a sense, you know, or two guys. Like, you're saying, I want to be with you, baby. But at the same time, I got to be with, you know, my, my, my floozy on the side and also. Everybody say floozy. I'm not talking about, I'm, talking about, uh, I'm, talking about, I'm not talking about girls, I'm talking about guys here, right? Some guys are really floozies and all that. I'm just keeping it real, man. I know what I'm, I know. I was a big floozy when I was, when I was a girl guys' ages, man. I needed Jesus. Everybody say, he needed Jesus. <laughs> You're like, yeah, because I heard your testimony, Pastor, and that's jacked up, okay? You shouldn't be preaching, I'm playing. Okay, but look, guys, so simple, yeah. So we have to love God with everything of who we are. We can't have a little bit of God and a little bit of the world. So we have to have all of God. And then the same thing, the second greatest commandment is like it, is like it. Everybody say, like it. Love your neighbor as yourself. Now, you might be thinking, do I have to really love my neighbor? Like, I never talk to them. Like, I, walk, I go to home when I'm, you know, after school and all that stuff, where I, I only see them ever, every so often, maybe when they're getting the mail and all that. I'm not talking about that kind of neighbor and all that. I'm talking about, in general, people. People that are next to you right now. People that you've never even talked to in school. The Bible says that those people are your neighbor, or just in general, those are the people that we're talking about. You are supposed to love people. It's just a simple thing. Now, you might be saying to yourself, so do I have to love the way I love, like, my friends? Like, do I have to really give it my all and do all that stuff? Yeah, you, I mean, like, I believe that everybody here understands a good concept, at least a little bit of what love is. They understand that it takes your heart, you feel it, and you care for people. But right now we're going to give two specific things that we should do when we love people. So if you have your notes, you can look at your notes right now, and we've, I've been saying some of the stuff that's in the notes already. But one of the two things, and if you, you want to write it in somewhere else, you can put these. But one of the two things is helping people in times of need. Now, that shows when you really love somebody. Or even in general, if you even care that somebody exists. Because it's easy to say, oh, I care about people or I, I care about my friends or whatever. But do you care enough to help them when they are actually in need? When they're saying, hey, bro, man, I don't. I don't have anything to eat or something like that. You say, come on, man, come over to my house and just freeload off my mom's cooking and whatever. I, I've done that plenty of times, I'm telling you, man, okay? I've eaten some good food and all that. I remember one of my friends' is, uh, one of my friends is moms cooked, like, a bunch of Asian food and all that and had, like, the all-purpose sauce. Dude, that was fire, man. Okay, but either ways, you see, like, this is, I, I'm, I know what I'm talking about, man. People who know, who love people, they, they give in times of need. I'm one of those results, man. I've had some. I've had a jacked up life in my in my past and all stuff. But I've had people who've cared for me and who've loved me and who said, "Man, I see that you're in need. I'm going to do whatever it takes." You see, that is important. Why is that important? Except it, it separates us from the phonies, from people who say, "I really care" or "Not care." You ever had somebody in your life specifically when you're saying, "I need to talk to you" or "I need you just to be here" or "Hey, you know what, man? I, I need whatever," and they weren't there for you? All the time, right? I bet, I bet you, like, everybody here has experienced that at least once. If you have not, then you're blessed, okay? And we envy you. Everybody here, we envy you specifically who has never been, as we would say, backstabbed or whatever, all that. But we all know, and it shows for real, for, from a genuine heart, that that is how we love people. The second thing, and this is the one that I just want to really hit with you guys. The first one was helping in times of need. The second thing is... We preach the gospel. Everybody say preach. Now, if you have not preached the gospel to your friends yet or to people in general in your school and all that, hey, man, no condo bondo right now. Maybe you just are learning still. But this is the message that you need to take to heart today and say, man, I, I understand now. God is telling me to love people, to not reserve myself and not care about those, you know, who are, who are perishing, as the Bible says. What we need to do is we need to preach the gospel. 
And why would we preach the gospel to people that we may not even know or to friends who maybe we're just kind of afraid to talk to them about it? Why would we preach the gospel? Because we, uh, and everybody here, if you've been coming to Elevate for at least a month, you would know now that the gospel is what gets people saved. And the reason why they get saved is because they're lost. So if they're lost, where do they go? Anybody want to answer that? They go to hell. And it's not a bad, everyone's like, that's bogus, man. Like, don't you bring up that H-E-double hockey stick stuff from here, okay? No, I mean, for real, hell is a place where they just choose, basically. They say, I don't want to have God and all that. So we've already talked about that. But we preach the gospel because we want them to see them saved. We want to see them, you know, really give their life to God and actually, you know, find their purpose in life, find their real meaning of why they're here. That is why we preach the gospel. Now, I'm going to give you guys some examples. Now, if we preach the gospel, there's plenty of ways that we can do it. You know, we can talk about John 3.16. We can talk about how maybe you guys learned different ways or maybe you, you still haven't done it yet. So you can talk about it, you can talk to us about that after service and we'll help you and all that. But there are some ways that we want you guys to preach the gospel. Pretty simple because I said you love your friends, you love your neighbors and whatnot. Get this, all right? The gospel is truth, and we shouldn't be afraid to proclaim it to our friends. If I believe it enough to stand before you guys and tell you guys how it is and all that, you should believe it just as much. You should tell your friends just as much because you believe it as just as much. Now, let's make this kind of like an analogy. Let's say that we were like a doctor, all right? And so as a doctor... We have a patient. Let's say it's like this w random person that comes and they're like, I have this nasty rash on my elbow and all that, all right? Everybody look at your elbow. And thank God there's no rash there, okay? So you just literally just be like, thank you. And just go like that. <laughs> well, you look at your elbow. Okay, this person has their elbow and they come to the doctor. And there are three types of doctors that that patient can come and, you know, experience. The first doctor is called Dr. Feelgood. Everybody say Dr. Feelgood. This doctor looks at the rash and knows that there is something wrong with the rash. There's like a deeper issue with the rash. Let's say like it's like AIDS, okay? Like let's just put that out there. The guy has AIDS, all right? So the doctor looks at the rash and he says, hey, man, you're all right, buddy, man. It's cool, man. It's just a rash and whatever. You might be sleeping on a dirty mattress or something like that, but it's cool, man. I love you and we love you and this, this uh, hospital loves you and we're just okay. So be good. That does, that's kind of like Dr. Feelgood, just making you feel good about yourself. Man, you look so pretty today. I'm so glad you came. You made my day because you came into my office. You showed me that rash, and though it kind of kind of made me a little nasty and all that, I think you're still pretty hot, man, okay? So I'm just happy and all that. You know, it's some random stuff. So look, Dr. Feelgood, just bringing it on to you whatever. Now, let's go to Dr. Angry. This is the next one. So first one, we have Dr. Feelgood, and the second one, we have Dr. Angry. So Dr. Angry knows now that the rash is AIDS, and so he comes up to you, and he's all like, what's your problem, man? I know what you've been doing to get that AIDS and all stuff. You've been going around, you know, selling your little body and all stuff around the block and all that. I know what you've been doing, bro. Okay, don't you look at me and say that, you, you're, not in, in, that you're not wrong for it, okay? I know what you're doing, and I'm done with you, okay? You want some, you want some help? You're not getting any. Get out of here. I hate you. God hates you too, okay? <laughs> doctor angry. No, right? We don't want a doctor angry, right? We, we go to doctors because we want to feel better, don't we, right? We, we, just, we all don't want that kind of doctor at all. But let's say now we have the third doctor that comes in, and his name is Dr. Truth. So Dr. Truth comes in and starts telling it like it is. Hey, bro, man, um, I got some bad news. The bad news is that you have a rash that is actually a sign that you have a deeper issue and you have AIDS. I'm sorry, man. That's the, that's the way it is. But at the same time, there are ways to, to help you right now, okay? Blah, 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 blah. And that's how it goes. So Dr. Truth gives it to you like it is, and he's not being bogus to you. He's not trying to sugarcoat it for you, but he's just letting you know. So that's how we should act as we preach the gospel to people. We should not just kind of go to somebody and say, Hey, man, it's okay, man. You know, you don't go to church. You don't really care about one on one. You don't care about all that stuff. You just kind of do whatever you want to do. Man, last week I saw you smoking a blunt and all that, but it's cool. You know, it, I mean, 
No one's perfect, right? You know, that's what Jesus said. No, 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 Jesus never said that. Don't you twist God's words and all that. Dr. Feelgood likes to twist a lot of words. Sometimes a lot of preachers like to twist words so that we feel good about it. The Bible says that there's plenty of people who are going to want to have their itching ears scratched. So we do not do that. At the same time, we're not super angry and just telling everybody, you're going to hell, and you're just going to hell, and you're going to hell, and you're going to hell, and you never tell them how to actually not go to hell. You never tell them what their real purpose is. You just are constantly saying, God hates what you do, and that's it, and all that. No, you don't do that. You bring it in truth. You let them know. And this can be for anybody, literally for anybody. This can be for your family members, for your friends, for complete strangers. How you just saw in the skit, like I know that uh, Stephanie said like Jerry's name and whatnot, but imagine that was just somebody in your school. You saw them in your school and they were just kind of crying in the, in the background or in like a different table and whatnot. And you just see them, they're just there. What do you do at that moment? Do you say to yourself, I'm good, deuces. You just kind of like walk away and all that, you know? Or do you say, man, God created this person. God has a plan for this person. And even though this person may have done me wrong at one point or another, I have the truth inside of me, and I should tell them. I should, you know, be there for them. I should do that for them. That's what real love looks like. Loving people looks like that. Now, you might be saying to yourself, okay, so you're talking just about preaching or whatever. You have to do it to everybody, and that includes your enemies. Everybody say enemies. Enemies are hard to, to do that to because we have a vendetta with them almost. Like we don't want to have them talk to us. We don't want them to even give us a look a certain way because if they do it, dude, you know, we're going to get it on after school or whatever. You know, I don't, want, I don't want anything to do with you. Don't even talk to me. Don't even talk to my friends. Leave my friends alone. You go and your little, like, backstabbing stuff over there. Whatever you want to talk to, uh, whatever you say about your enemies, all right? But our enemies are still people, too. And even though that you might say to yourself, man, I don't want to talk. I don't want to pray for them. I don't want to even talk to them or anything like that. Look, man, you have to be a bigger person in this way. You have to be a Christian, and you have to say to yourself, this person is lost, this is kind of what I should expect from somebody who's lost. They're still in sin. They don't know yet they're how to be saved. They don't know yet about holiness and righteousness. And so this is just kind of who they are. Everybody say, they don't know no better. I know you might say, like, I don't know about that. I think they know better. But reality is that sometimes they just don't know any better. They, they're okay with that. I mean, I've known plenty of people in my life who have backstabbed me or who have, you know, created moments in my life where I felt really uncomfortable because they were acting bogus to me. I've had plenty of enemies in my life. Trust me, I, I understand that. But at the same time, like now as a Christian, I wish that I could have just looked beside all that stuff that was so meaningless. Like, so what if you like to wear red on, on a, you when you go to school and all that stuff, and I like to wear blue or whatever, you know? So what if you do whatever you do and you, you don't like me because I do it in a different way? Man, that's all just bogus. Seriously. We all here have to just stop with that, that phony baloney stuff we're, we're calling us. And we're saying we're Christians. We come on Friday and all that stuff. No. Seriously. You, if you have accepted Jesus Christ in this place, man, you have to 100% act like that everywhere. And when you act like that everywhere, then people then should see it in you. And they, even if they don't like you, even if they persecute you, uh, persecute you or whatever, they treat you bad because you're a Christian or they just treat you bad in general, your job is not to retaliate. Your job is to love them, to pray for them, and just, just do that. Be nice to them. Be kind to them. That is hard. That's probably one of the hardest things I've even preached about in this place. I mean, I mean seriously, that is hard. Because, like I said, you guys know it just as I do, that when somebody is on that place, on the opposite side of the fence, there ain't no plane, man. Seriously, you do not mess with me. You do not get near me. You do not do whatever it is that you want to do. Just get away. I'm so serious. I understand that. But we have to be better than that. Amen? Next scripture verse is 1 John chapter 4, verse 7 through 8. This one is going to be hard. All right, guys? Everybody hold on to your seat, okay? Just hold on to your seat. If you ever want to be challenged in your faith, read 1 John. 
and hold on to your seat every time you look, you read a sentence in First John because you're going to be like, oh, Lord, why? Why do you have to make this so hard? First John chapter 4, verse 7 through 8 says, Dear friends, let us love one another, for love comes from God. Everybody say, comes from God. Everyone who loves has been born of God and knows God. Whoever does not love does not know God because God is love. Anybody here love? Do you love in this place and just in general? If you do not love, the Bible says right now that you have not been born of God. Why have you not been born of God? Because God is love. God loves his enemies. God does not just say, oh, whatever to you. He loves them. He loves every single person. Same thing with you. If you are going to be like God, if you are going to represent God here on this earth, what are you going to look like? Let us love one another, for love comes from God. Milani, can you please come to the keys? Everyone who loves has been born of God and knows God. You see, when you love, when you've actually been born again of God and whatnot, you know God. You're experiencing love. That's why in this youth group, we're not just talking about the, the, you know, we could easily have gone different ways in this youth group and talked about self-esteem. We could have talked about daddy issues. We could have talked about mommy issues. We could have talked about all that. But no, man, this is what we're talking about in this place. We're talking about God's word, and we're talking about how it applies to your life. And if you actually take the moment to listen to the God's word, read God's word, apply it to your life, guess what happens? You will be changed. And not only will you be changed, but you will live in victory, constant victory. You won't be overcome by, by any type of issues. Those storms do come in your life. You will feel victory. You'll feel like an overcomer. You'll feel like, man, dude, like I'm excited for life. I have hope inside of me because God's love is inside of me. God's love is inside of me. That's what we're talking about. We love God and we love people. And it's simple. We do those things because God has changed us. Thoroughly on the inside, from the inside out, God has changed us. His spirit has come inside of us and has made us born again. And because of that now, we can know God. And who is God? God is love. It makes sense, doesn't it? How could we ever be full of hatred? How could we ever look at our, our enemies and think down on them and be condescending to them or anything like that? How can we mistreat them? How can we mistreat anybody in general in our life just because they do something wrong to us? They, may, they raise their voice at us or whatever it may be. They don't let us have our way. Serious. Right now, I want you to think about some people that you have to be honest right now. You have to be really honest that you probably hate. That you do not like. That you think in your mind, dude, if I could get my hands and strangle this person's life out of them, I would do it. If I could just talk back to my mom one time and just let her know how wrong she is, I'll do it. Be honest with yourself. Do you love people? Do you want to be more like Christ? Simple stuff, the basics. Everybody here should, should love their friend, their, their neighbor, anybody in their life. I'll give you one, uh, one example, and then I will let you guys, you know, we'll dismiss and all that. I like to keep it real. And, dude, this is nasty water, man. Do not look at that. It's like, looks like some mutant goo came on this water bottle. I don't know what happened there. I see somebody's trying to poison me over there. Thank you so much, Adam. <laughs> you see next week, oh, Pastor Ellie's sick, so I'm taking over now. No, that. <laughs> I ain't going to touch that water, man. All right. I keep it real honest, man. I grew up in... Um, Man, I was just really, I was really cold to a lot of things. And we had our, our staff meeting for our, our youth group. You know, we do that every week. And I revealed that I have never cried in a movie 
ever for any movie of any sort of any kind. You're saying, nah, Ellie, I, I, you've cried in some romantic movies or whatever. Nope, I haven't done it. Okay, uh, you've cried in The Passion of Christ. I know you have. I did not. And actually, when I watched The Passion of Christ, I was a Satanist at the time, so I actually laughed at the movie. So you're like, <laughs> you're like no way, that's bogus. And all that. I'm just keeping it real, man. That's who I was and all that. But look, I was really distant from my parents, from my, my mom and my brothers, and I just, dude, I hated them, to be honest. Not, a lot of you guys, maybe you're, you're closer to your family, but for me, I hated them. I did not want anything to do with them. So when I was, like, old enough to take care of myself, to defend myself on the streets, that's kind of like what I did. I was just out all the time. There was times where I was out of my house for, like, three weeks on end, never coming home, never doing anything, and then I'll come back home for, like, one week and then just do that. And, you know, when I saw my mom and I saw my brothers, dude, I just, I was filled with, like, disgust for them. I was like, man, I just wrong with you guys, you know? So then, when I gave my life to God, or I rededicated my life when I was like 19, something changed inside of me. And guess what? It wasn't that I saw them that way anymore. You don't have to give me new water, man. <laughs> don't worry about it. Okay, everybody give a hand clap for Adam. He's such a nice guy. Dude, I, I just did not, I did not, not like him at all. But with God, when I rededicate my life, I saw them in a different way. And something that I've never felt for them actually started clicking in my heart. And it was love for them. And I started to want to know them more. I started wanting to talk to them more. I preached the gospel to them in love. And even though they didn't care about what I was preaching to them, I still did that. To this day, my wife can tell you, I'm still there. I still, I still try my hardest to be there. And I care for them. I genuinely care for them. Now, if something did happen to them, I would cry. Before, I wouldn't have. I wouldn't have cared less. I would have been like, good riddance, you know? To me, I was like almost disowned from that family. But now, it's like, I understand. These are people that God loves and that, you know, they're, they're my family. Amen. Everybody, stand to your feet and let's give the Lord a hand clap of praise. Can we get the altar workers to come up? that uh, this message was definitely a different twist to it today, but you know what? We gotta, we can, we're talking about the basics. Every single aspect that we can talk about, we're doing it. And the, the hardest thing I believe that I've seen in a lot of people's lives is to love people in general. So I know a lot of you guys have been good at inviting friends and inviting friends and inviting friends, and that's great. But look, this is the new characteristic of your life. If you've accepted Christ, it's just this simple. Just like how we have a vision in our church to love God and love people. Everybody here should have that same vision in their life, a personal motto, if you will. I'm going to love God all the days of my life. I'm gonna love people all the days of my life. Everywhere I go, I will do this. I will keep my eyes focused on this because I know that this is the right thing to do because I know that these are the greatest commandments that Jesus said that we should do. It's just that simple. If you want to be you know, all like grudgingly and all that stuff and hate people the rest of your life and just like, I don't want to ever forgive people. I never want to love people. You want to be that. Guess what? Those kinds of people are not very fun to be around. They're backbiters. They don't like, you know, they gossip all the time. They're really quick to do anything against you. And to be honest, those people don't have a lot of friends. They don't. For real. I bet you, like, if I were, because I know all you guys, like, I'd probably say, like, 99% of you guys here are, like, Latino. I bet you, like, your parents don't even have, like, a real, real close friendships. They're, like, by themselves. I know, you know why I know this? Because that's what my mom was like, okay? So it's, like, it makes sense, doesn't it? Now, it's simple. You see, I know you're, like, I'm the, the different person. Everybody give it for Jerry. Jerry's different. That's because she's white. But now we know why, because did you ever talk to you, did you ever hear your mom before? And did you ever hear her gossip about people or say things about people? Yep, now we know why, you see? Bam, loving people, it's so simple. I'm sorry, man, I'm just, I'm, I'm just keeping it real, man. You see, I'm, I'm telling you guys, these guys are judging me now. Everybody look at them. Look at them and scorn them, like, give them a mean mug. Yeah, I'm just joking. We love them. All right, guys, let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this time 
at uh, Elevate, Lord. The message was so simple, God, but I know it. it's so hard for us to actually fulfill it, God, to love people, to not uh, think ill of them or to do bad against them, Lord, but to actually care for them, to be there in times of need for them, and to also preach the gospel to them in truth and in love, God. I pray that everybody here in this place would just do that this week, God, and I pray that no matter what happens, that everybody here would just go to you if they have a problem, if they need you to, to answer the, the issues going on in their friendships or in, in these relationships, God, that you would be the number one person that they would come to and pray to, to give strength from, God. You can do it in this place, God. Have your way in Jesus' name. And everybody said, amen, guys. Give the Lord a hand clap. All right, if you guys want prayer, you guys can come up to one of these guys and they'll pray for you. Maybe you would need to pray, you know, have prayer for somebody that, you know, you've been hating or something like that. Come up and receive prayer. Or even if you need anything for prayer, they're here to pray for you guys.